0: Hola hoopers, welcome to The Socialist. This is your host, Keegan Baller-Call, and we got our co-host, Hunter Stepover Tyrone Lou Ailes.
1: <laughs> I wish. That would be hilarious.
0: Hey, y'all, excited to be back. It's been a minute. We got the NBA playoffs starting up. Our very first pod, if y'all remember, was the NBA top 10 of all time. So it was just bound to happen that we are going to touch on the NBA again. Uh just like LeBron is out of the playoffs, Matt Mickelson is not on this podcast tonight. So
1: uh he's been he's been really ill. He's been vomiting all day. Sorry, I don't know. Maybe this is me stepping over toes here, but he's been super sick and so we gave him a bye week, you know, to, for some load management and I think it's it's going to be well spent here.
0: So we hope he gets feeling better soon. Yeah, maybe if he was a Michael fan, he would have played. He would have gone through it and still done the pod. But I know, th- I know the big conspiracy theory is that
1: Michael Jordan was hung over that game. He didn't have the flu, you know, from his gambling problems. But
0: who knows? Yeah, Matt's dealing with his stock problems instead. <laughs> All right, we'll stop. And we'll start trashing on him. Well, tonight is going to be simple. These are lists everyone makes and we're going to join in. So, we're going to go through our NBA bracket, going to go kind of run through the matchups and discuss them. Uh, then we're going to also talk about the awards that were given out. Basically, we're going to act like we have an MVP vote or a rookie of the year vote. I'll uh, be
1: honest, this is this is why I'm jealous and I wish in another life I could be Earl Johnson. I would love to be Aaron Johnson. He he gets to be on TNT with I think they have the best show. Uh oh yeah. Uh, and best group with 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 Kenny and Chuck and Shaq. I think that's just a fun group. But then also gets to vote in all these things, Rookie of the Year, MVP. I'm pretty sure he gets to vote, which I'm just like, man, this is so cool. And he gets to wear J's with like a nice suit day in and day out. I mean that's it's kinda hard to beat.
0: Who I, gave Who gave Kendrick Perkins a vote already?
1: Oh my goodness! It's
0: like that's gotta be earned.
1: There, there's just yeah, it's funny. There's just some professionals. Like I said, I I love like Richard Jefferson. I love uh, Reggie Miller. I see Kendrick Perkins, and I'm like, what are you doing here? You know, like I just don't understand.
0: My man dropped a forty-piece <laughs> wing with the side of cornbread and that's what he tweets <laughs> my goodness carry on
1: I I just I never agree with anything Kendrick Perkins says and normally I'm kind of like like this is why I like I was like man yeah have the professionals speak right like I really like their viewpoints and I feel like they give a, a different dimension than some of these like and I like Jacoby and you know all those people but like it's oh, I also like Jalen Rose I love Jalen Rose I love that dude but yeah, I think I see Kendrick I'm like, dude, how how is this happening?
0: <laughs> Kendrick Perkins is definitely the guy when someone drops fifty points. He tweets, "This guy's disrespected. He should be the MVP." And you're like, "Look who dropped the fifty points!" And you're like, eh, "Okay, whatever. <laughs> All right, dude." But uh, yeah, we're gonna go through this again. Like I said. I love lists. Before This is a list I make. I didn't even really need to prepare for this pod. This is a list list I was already making. I love talking about this. I like talking about a mid-season, like who's your MVP, who's your All-NBA right now. So it's going to be fun. Yeah, it'll be a blast. I mean, they're always fun
1: topics, and I think it brings up a lot of different perspectives and viewpoints and, and stuff like that. So excited to chat about them. Yeah, Hunter, Matt, and I, we always, we're texting about NBA every single day. Oh my goodness. That and AMC stocks and where they're going. Maybe more, Matt, there. We just kind okay. of, yeah. We smile on and- What I need to do is invest and get like one stock of AMC so I could just,
0: I could be officially part of the club. I, yeah. just haven't, I haven't done it yet. <laughs> well, speaking of clubs, should we put on some techno music for. Let's- Let's get it. Hit it, Brown. The socialist. NBC theme. Oh yeah, you know you know what I'm talking about, right? It's so good. Yeah, I love it. But we can't, so th- all you're getting is a jingle. Yeah.
1: <laughs> true.
0: Well, uh, as we are speaking right now, uh, one of the playoff games, play-in games, excuse me, just wrapped up. The Atlanta Hawks beat the Charlotte. Hornets 132 to 103. So uh Michael Jordan's Hornets are now 0 and 2 in playing game history. Just uh, another great moment for his ownership as a as for the uh, Charlotte Hornets and Bobcats. But uh so we know the Hawks are in as the 8 seed. And then in a little bit actually they're playing right now the Spurs and Pelicans. I don't know who's going to win that, but I'm just going to assume the Clippers will beat whoever uh, plays. Who, whoever wins this game today, just for the sake of the pod and the bracket. Yeah. So, you what do you want? Should we start Eastern Conference or Western Conference?
1: Let's start with the Western Conference. Okay, let's do that one. Okay, and just to make sure I have it. I think I have it right. Right, Miami's playing the Hawks. Yes. In the Eastern Conference. Or
0: er, the play in Cleveland. Hawks and Cavs will play for the eighth seed. Oh, they'll play for the eighth seed. Okay. Yes. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Okay. And then like we assume the Clippers are gonna be
1: the uh Pelican Spurs Cavs winner. Yes. Okay. Perfect. Yeah, The man, this plan's a mess. I ah, oh, my goodness. I just oh, I can understand if it's close. You know, like, like it's a one to two games off. Maybe I, I don't like the playing altogether anyway. Yeah. But it, it it's like a it's like a Hail Mary, right? Like Yeah. It's a Hail Mary play in football. I don't really like it. It's super confusing, my goodness, but
0: Well I'll share what uh I don't know if you know who Ryan Rossillo is. Uh he works for the Ringer. Uh, he used to work for ESPN. Uh I love his idea actually. He says they only should be a play-in game for like the nine and ten seeds if they're wh- if they're within a certain amount of games of the, eight, mm-hmm. the seven and eight seeds. Because mm-hmm. he's like, you know, it sucks. Minnesota Timberwolves are forty-six and thirty-six, and then the San Antonio Spurs are thirty-four and forty-eight. That's a twelve right. game. That's a twelve game difference. It's so ridiculous. To give you a perspective, like, it, like if the Timberwolves, they're like six games back of the one seed in the. Eastern Conference.
1: Yeah, I, I get that they they implemented it with the bubble and everything was whack in the bubble. There was only like 20, 20 games or 20 teams playing. Most of the teams didn't have a most roster playing and it was a whole mess, you know, and I can understand maybe having it different here, but I don't know why we kept it. it doesn't make any sense now.
0: I guess I mean some of the games are fun and then it I guess it helps prevent tanking a little bit more. Um, some teams just trying to get for the playing, So that would be the argument for it. Um, I'm fine with it. Again, I would just probably, like I said, I don't like the Spurs have a chance to make the playoffs and the Timberwolves have a chance to miss it now. Mm, Yeah. But let's start with the, uh, so the number one team in the NBA, Phoenix Suns, 64 and 18. Assuming they'll play the l a clippers forty two and forty yep who do, who do you got and how many games landslide four oh sweep four oh sweep yeah, it may be five
1: games, but the wow Phoenix has been super hot. Devin Booker and Chris Paul like they've just been offensively just clicking so well. I think it'll be hard for the for the clippers to beat. I think obviously like I said, Paul George has just recently come back from industry. Kawhi, is he going to come back? I don't think so in the
0: first round. Uh, no one in the world knows what Kawhi Leonard is doing. Oh man! If I anyone just, pretends they do, they're lying. I just, I think it's a, I think it's a sweep. Here's my thoughts on this matchup. These teams faced each other in the Western Conference Finals last year without Kawhi Leonard, and it was four-two. Mm-hmm. Uh. I think both teams are better, actually, is the funny part. Yeah. So the Clippers basically... First off, props to them being in this position. Basically, they've had no Kawhi Leonard or Paul George or Norman Powell for most of the year. They're three best guys, and they're sitting here 42 and 40. Uh, So props to them. I look at this roster, and it's actually... Sneakly, pretty good. Uh huh. Like, just listen to how deep it is this? Reggie Jackson, Paul George, Marcus Morris, Nicholas Batum, Zubac, Norman Powell, Luke Kennard, and Robert Covington. That's a lot of guys that can guard people. Uh, I'm not predicting an upset. I don't think Kawhi Leonard's coming back, but wow, that would be. Can you imagine the sounds like great? We got the one seed and Kawhi Leonard's yeah. coming back, but I don't think that. I don't think that's happening. Uh-huh. Uh, I would go five games. I just think this team has shown a lot of grit this year uh, getting to this point, even without, you know, their three best players. So I can definitely see them stilling a game. Um, but yeah, I, Phoenix is just all across the board. I mean, Devin Booker, Chris Paul, DeAndre Ayton, Mikhail Bridges. Um, Love Bridges, man. Yeah. Cam- Love that kid. Cameron Johnson's really good. Um, you know. Oh, Cameron Payne's not too bad either.
1: He's really good at dancing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. I, you're calling a sweep, though, right? Yep. Yep. I'm calling a sweep. I'm not. I'm not going to say you're crazy for believing that. I mean, it's a one verse eight. Phoenix was awesome all year. Oh, the Phoenix have just really have
1: been just so consistent offensively, defensively. Mm-hmm. So I just feel like it'd be a pretty. Uh, yeah. Yeah.
0: I guess I just think they got Powell and George back, so I think maybe this Clippers team is a little bit better than their record represents now. But that's all I got. So Phoenix moves on for both of us yep all right number two memphis grizzlies 56 and 26 versus the minnesota timberwolves who i think they thought they won the nba championship last night i don't know if you've seen any videos
1: (laughs) watch the game i watched at least i watched the first half um you gotta watch inside the nba making fun of them Dude, it was hilarious. It was so funny. Well, and I mean, I, you think about it from this perspective, right? Timberwolves never make the playoffs, right? Like that's kind of been the joke about the Timberwolves for so long. They they went to the playoffs with Jimmy Butler, but then they're like, Jimmy Butler's the problem. It's like, okay, and uh, so this is kind of the first time. And I've filed this for a long time. It's like Minnesota's always had the talent. They always had the ability, but they just haven't seemed to like care night in, night out, you know? And so I think for them to do it, I think I, with the crowd and all that was huge. And also them feeling like, kind of like they, they surmounted a big one, especially like Kat, like you said, within like the first like quarter and a half, he had two points and four fouls. Like I thought he was going to get ejected. My, my prediction at the beginning of the game was like, I think he's going to get ejected at the end of the third quarter. He was horrible. it was looking like it was gonna happen, but I was like, "He might not even play the third quarter." Uh, but they—they they did. They totally like did super well. The celebration was. It did seem like they like won the championship, which is really funny. My prediction is, uh, I think, I think Grizzlies in. I, I need to not say like five or six. I'll say Grizzlies in. I'll say six. I'll say six. I really like the Memphis Grizzlies a lot. Uh, I think Cat could be a problem. He's obviously a head case um, just because um, I feel like uh, they're not as big down there. I really like Jared and Jackson, but I mean, Cat is a very talented center who can do a lot of great things, Um, but I wonder how that matchup is going to be, so I'll give it to him. In uh in six to the Grizzlies.
0: <clears throat> this is a weird matchup. So on paper, Minnesota has the talent to win this series. They do. Like, They've had the talent for years, and for them to like constantly not to make the playoffs is crazy. Like they got three dudes as you know, other people Carl Anthony Towns, <clears throat> yep. Anthony Bennett, and D'Angelo Russell ice in my veins. Anthony Edwards. Or yeah. What did I say? Bennett. <laughs> oh, whoo. Well, throwback. Oh, well, he used to be on the Timberwolves. <laughs> he did. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Anthony Edwards, huge difference. Both number oh, one. Goodness. Both number one picks, though. So yes, yes. Uh, I was really imp- impressed with uh, Edwards last night. Actually, I thought mm-hmm. he really stepped up. Towns was horrible. Uh, so bad. I wasn't surprised though, to be honest. I mean, this is what he's shown to be. Uh, incredible talent. Just he's a puppy
1: dude he is i i really like edwards a lot he's he's really fun to watch dynamic emotional right And uh-huh. freaky bouncy
0: now for the grizzlies obviously it's a very deep roster i'm like oh, yeah. they've got they went 20 and 4 without their best player yep. uh, I, I don't know how to it, it's kind of hard to understand how that works uh, like, logically, that doesn't really make sense. But, I mean, ultimately, I mean, Morant is what's going to be able to lift lift them to the top. Uh, Beverly will be interesting guarding Morant. Yes. Uh, this is... I guess I haven't seen the Grizzlies recently with Morant to know how that's uh-huh. going to work. Uh, I think the Grizzlies overachieved 56 wins. I don't think they're... I'm they're still a very young team. Uh, on paper, I mean, their experience level is not that much more than the Timberwolves. Yes. Here's what I'll say. If the Timberwolves lo- lose a series, I'm not going to be like, oh, but they lost to the two seed. No, the Timberwolves have the talent to win the series, so I'm not going to let them off the hook if they lose it. This is, to me, this is a seven-game series. Um,
1: wow, yeah. Okay.
0: At the end of the day, I just don't trust Towns. <laughs> <laughs> That's like, funny. if I knew Towns was gonna be reliable, I actually th- I could see an upset because I think talent wise he's the best player on the floor. Yes. Uh, otherwise I think Morant is just be- when you take in the skill set and the mentality. But yeah, I mean, with you know Edwards and Russell, I think they can make this an interesting series uh ultimately, I think the Grizzlies team chemistry uh gonna hold on, and that home court advantage will pay off, so I think they're gonna squeak it out in seven games
1: yeah i just i really like the Grizzlies defensively they let i mean they let the league in steals and blocks and i mean defensively just really solid aggressive and and can promote a lot of uh turnovers and mistakes and so that's why you know uh I like them uh like that going six six games for it because yeah you're right like Towns he could he just ha- he could have a good series and uh but I just I'm like he's inconsistent no I don't so, think he will uh... he's uh, a big head case I think if you just get in his head and you saw that with the Clippers it was amazing Me, they didn't pull it out right like but they uh I mean they just really got into um Towns head and it sh- it totally showed
0: like put it this way Towns fouled out with like 9 minutes left in the fourth quarter. Right. And his team went on a 21 and 5 run. Yeah. S- I mean, so Hunter knows I like to tease like teams they're better without their star. Obviously, I've been a good troll of the Marantz one this year. <laughs> but uh I mean, I don't know. Towns might be one of those people. This is this is a legacy defining series for him. Uh, maybe that's mm. Like, I mean, you're 26, right? He's 26? He's young, yeah. But it's like, if not now, when? Like, I don't know. Right. Like, I don't. this Grizzly, like I said, the Grizzlies are an unproven team. They're not like this, like, they have no proven success prior. So why not now? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not like they're playing the Phoenix Suns is basically what I'm saying. Who went to the finals right. last year. For sure. But, yeah, I, I'm with you. I think the Grizzlies edge it out just slightly. Mm-hmm. Well uh we'll move on to this next one. Uh three Golden State Warriors 53 and 29 versus the Denver Nuggets 48 and 34. Very this, weird series. This
1: one's a super hard one. like I, I could generally seeing it both go both ways. I think Golden State has a stronger team. Um they're still without Murray for the Nuggets, right?
0: They uh, said Murray and Porter will not be playing. Yikes.
1: Uh so Man, I love Michael Porter Jr. Man, I he just has so many bad injuries. Anyways. He played nine um, games this year. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I really like the kid a lot. So I think the Golden State I, the Golden State wins this one. In, I, I'm going to give it six. It's tough because Jokic is at, a, uh, I mean, arguably a, a historic year. Uh, one of the best seasons by a, a player ever. But it's just, I mean, there's only so much you could do and offensively, the golden state warrior is just high volume. So, so many shooters that can put up three pointers consistently that just, it makes it hard to, to keep up. So I give it to the warriors and
0: six. Well, another big thing is Steph Curry hasn't played for a month and it's still not even been a hundred percent confirmed. He's playing game one.
1: Mm. So that's you a, know. that's
0: a huge factor too.
1: I know Wiseman's out.
0: Um, yeah, he's out for the year. I didn't even take him to account. Yeah, I thought he was going to
1: maybe come out, but I don't think they've confirmed that. So, But, I mean, they'll still have Clay playing. Draymond should be coming back, right?
0: Draymond's back. Jordan Poole is awesome. Yeah, he's so awesome. Uh, I mean, <laughs> you forget he started the All-Star game, but Andrew Wiggins is on there. Uh, Otto Porter Jr.? Jonathan Kaminga was a really good rookie this year.
1: Dude, I love that
0: guy, Kaminga. Uh, Gary yeah. Gary Payton uh, the second. Heck yeah! There, the <clears throat> I love this roster, the Warriors. Yeah, I too. really do. You want to hear a crazy stuff? I might have shared it over the text, but Steph Curry, Draymond Green, Clay Thompson—you know the the dynasty core, right? Of course. They've played 11 minutes together this whole season. Wow isn't that crazy that is yeah just because the injuries just have not lined up because clay didn't come back till January and then that's right when draymond mm-hmm. got hurt and then draymond came back and then Steph got hurt see it makes you wonder because they had they have these all these superstars right mm-hmm.
1: and it, it just it makes you wonder what what could have happened if they played together and they were all on
0: the floor at the same time you know which is part of me why I think they're the biggest sleeper like, <laughs> I mean they're the they still won 53 games despite all that They did, yep. They're very deep. Um, Got a great coach. Love Kerr. Yeah. Just don't ask him about China. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Uh,
1: How many games? How many games?
0: This one's tough because I don't even know if Steph Curry doesn't play game one. That's a huge deal to me. So I'm going to go into it thinking Steph Curry's playing for the sake of guessing. Uh I mean if Steph Curry's playing I'd say Warriors in 5.
1: Okay. Oh, he has an ankle injury,
0: yeah? Uh sprained foot. He's he, he hasn't played for a month. What does that even mean? I if he, yeah, I mean if he if he's out game 1 or something, then I would say, you know, maybe Warriors in 6. But yeah. I I just like I Ask an average NBA fan to tell you, you know, four players on the Denver Nuggets roster playing right now. Yeah, for like, sure. You know, Jokic is incredible, but, I mean, up next is you know, Will Barton, Aaron Gordon. Yeah. Bones Highland.
1: <laughs>
0: I'm not slamming on Bones, by the way. He had a good year.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's tough for the Nuggets. So, you know,
0: Warriors in five, six if uh, Curry misses
1: a couple games. Cool. I respect that.
0: And what did you say again?
1: Uh, Golden State in six, six, yeah.
0: All right. Another weird one because of the injury. Dallas Mavericks fifty-two and thirty versus your, Is it your Utah Jazz, right?
1: <laughs> I, I live in Utah, yeah. so yeah, I got state that state pride. I give it to I give it to six, yeah.
0: You're not gonna to believe me. what I'm gonna say. <laughs> Luca's injured. No, no, that's. I'm gonna go Jazz in four. Oh, in four.
1: Oh, I don't know. I I think the Jazz can't close games, which is really sad. Uh, so I I can. If you're imagine. playing a lottery team, you can. I I had a <laughs> I had a, a a funny post by uh, uh, a kid I know. His name his name is Jaron, and uh, he said, "If I had a nickel for every time the Jazz blew." A double like a double digit league or a 20-point uh you know lead, he goes, I'd have 50 cents. And he goes, now 50 cents may not seem like a lot of money, but it's crazy that it's happened 10 times. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> Which is so funny. Uh and I agree. Like I, I just feel like I, I remember I went and saw the jazz play against the Warriors, and Klay Thompson had been coming back, so I I was gonna go see him. This is like my Christmas present. And uh Clay's like, yeah, I'm going to set out this game he'd played the night before or like the game before. And I was like, ah, oh, well. you know, but uh the the Jazz were up by 20 on the Warriors. They're just like crushed him going into like kind of like there was like eight or nine minutes left in the corner. I'm like, the game's over. So I like I was like, all right, babe, like, let's go. And uh texted my friend, you know, as play the game because he's a big Jazz fan. And uh, I was like, man, I'm heading out. Like, I, I basically, I texted him. There was this play that happened that there was like a kind of a, like a scramble, and you know, the the Jazz. I was like, if they if they if the Jazz score a three here on this last possession, then I'm out of here. And there was like a scramble, and they had a couple attempts, and Conley shoots a three. And then I basically text my friend. I was like, yep, Conley hit three. I was like, if Conley's hitting three, the game's over. And he's like, wow, you really overestimate the Jazz keeping twenty point leads, which I thought was you know also kind of funny. So I just think. We'll see if they can close games, but yeah. Look, look. Jazz at six.
0: Look, I get it. I don't think Luca will play game one or game two, period. Okay? I think best case scenario, he plays like game three. Uh Uh-huh. I don't think this is an injury that is easy to play through. This is the same injury Kevin Durant had before he tore his Achilles, by the way. Yeah. I'm not not suggesting he's going to tear his Achilles, but... This is an injury you
1: gotta be careful with. You, you heard it here first, everyone. Luca tears his
0: Achilles, called by King and Call. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Calling it before it happens.
0: I'm just painting a picture. I like where the jazz are at. Everyone's written them off. Yeah. There's there's no hype for them. Now they got a little chip on their shoulder coming in. No one thinks we're gonna do anything. Mm-hmm. So games one and two, Luca's out, they're in Dallas. I think if Luca's out, then this Mavs team is basically a lottery team. Jazz win those. Next two games are in Utah, one of the toughest places to play in the NBA. Heck yeah! That's why say I say mean things. That's why I think it's a sweep. Luka won't play the two home games for Dallas, and then Jazz will be up two oh, and they'll be have the last two games at home to finish it off. And I don't think Luka will be a hundred percent. Can see that. And also, let's not forget Donovan Mitchell every single year turns it up to a nuclear level for his playing level that's my other thing He has yeah. shown me he goes to another level in the playoffs uh so i'm gonna give him that respect yeah that's fair he does he does play really well in the playoffs so <laughs> this is my boldest pick jazz and four that is bold that is bold i mean i plenty of people are picking the Mavs to win this series and i just picked the jazz to sweep them Jeez, hot take baby I live in Dallas right now, so I'm in trouble. (laughs) Have some people knocking at your
1: door. Love it.
0: All right. Well, that covers the first round in the West. um, Eastern Conference. Uh, We got Heat taking on the winner, the Cavs and Hawks, which honestly is a toss-up. Go
1: Hawks. Go Hawks. I love Trey Young. I love it, kid. Most disrespected.
0: I think the Hawks will win that game, by the way.
1: Most disrespected player in the game.
0: Okay Kendrick Perkins
1: (laughs) (laughs) I mean he drops 40 piece chicken McNugget With sweet sour sauce Every other night
0: This is literally what Kendrick Perkins says folks So I don't want (laughs) We're not like you know making some Underlying you know thing here This is literally (laughs) Kendrick Perkins Style Uh,
1: I love Trey Young Trey Ray Ice Trey He's awesome
0: so since we both agree, let's just say it's going to be the Hawks versus Heat. Let's do it. What do you got?
1: The Heat are going to win. Uh, I think they. I think they win in five. I think Trey goes off for like a forty-fifty piece and and wins a game. But I think that's the extent of it.
0: I don't. I don't know what to make of this Heat team. I, I like the. I. I think the Hawks just started off really bad. So, I feel like, again, they're probably more like a 5-seed level. Um, Again, it will depend if John Collins plays. He's probably their second best player behind Trey Young. Yeah. Uh, He didn't play tonight, which I guess wasn't a worry since they just beat the Hornets by like 30. Um, The Hawks are going to go into the series thinking they can win it. This isn't, again... Not to be cliche, but this isn't your typical eight seed coming in. They were They were in the conference finals last year. Uh, but, I mean, ultimately, I think, you know, the Heat defensively are really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just think they'll have more overwhelming talent. They're healthier. Yep. Uh, yep.
1: I mean, Kyle Lowry has the biggest butt on the court. So, gosh. I think that's something to keep in account.
0: You know, I... I'm not gonna I'm not gonna argue that Up next Top 10 butts in the NBA
1: Oh could you imagine That'd be hilarious That'd be hilarious
0: Kyle Lowry's definitely Number one
1: Dude it'd be hard It'd be hard to argue Anyone besides Kyle Lowry
0: But uh Yeah I got heat in uh, Five Just because there's so many Injury questions for the Hawks Uh It wouldn't surprise me If the heat I mean the Hawks You know made this a more competitive series but i think the heat come through
1: yep i agree with that if it's the Cavs that make it through somehow uh
0: i'd probably say the same thing yeah probably five gentlemen well. sweep as they call it right yeah but which would be a former lebron team rematch or matchup heat and Cavs, right yep that's right Boston Celtics and Brooklyn Nets. Probably the most interesting series in the first round.
1: Yep. Yep. Um,
0: Tough one, huh? Nets,
1: yeah. I say Nets in seven. It's exactly what I have. Yeah, I have Nets in seven, especially watching the playing game with the Nets. I was astonished by Kyrie, who was fasting at the time which is really cool. I mean, he, when I was, I was watching the, I watched the first half again because um, the game was basically over. It seemed like, but I mean, they, I mean, they like hung in there. Uh, was it, They played the Cavs, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The Cavs, I mean, they, they hung in there. They didn't have Jared, Jared Allen wasn't. either. No, they didn't. But I mean,
0: Kyrie and Durant were played unreal and uh, they're a scary duo. Anything can happen when you have Kevin Durant, arguably one of the best players in the NBA, and Kyrie Irving, one of the best, you know, scorers in NBA history as well with Kevin Durant. Mm -hmm. Boston, defensively, was the best team in the league this year. Um, Mm -hmm. If you're going from like January on, they've probably been the best team, even right there with the Phoenix Suns. They've just been incredible. Yep. Uh,. Really, there's some good pieces on that team. Obviously, Tatum and Brown goes without saying. Uh, Marcus Smart, uh, you know, he's a favorite to win defensive player of the year. Uh, Al Horford. Uh, Robert Williams, they lost to injury. That was a big defensive anchor they had that is no longer there. But, yeah, I'm right there with you. Seven games. It's going to be a fun one.
1: Probably one of the best series in the whole playoffs.
0: Yeah, there's a the question of Ben Simmons too.
1: Mm, yeah, that'll be fun.
0: Like if Ben, Well, I don't know, Ben Simmons, I gosh. I think you're going to be surprised how well he does. That's
1: my take. I think a lot of people will shock about how well he does on this on this Brooklyn team.
0: Man, LeBron's team a clutch. They do a great job marketing. Like I saw a video yesterday, they're like Ben Simmons was hitting shots yesterday and he's walking with the confidence like Michael Jordan. It's like, oh, ooh. Uh, you know, the last time we saw Ben Simmons on an NBA court, he passed up a open dunk. Yeah. I mean, if he plays, he's one of the best defense player games in the game, which that is the Brooklyn Nets' big weakness, so they really yeah. need him. Yes, <clears throat> and I think it's a, a better setup for him.
1: I mean, Embiid's a... Uh, I didn't feel like Embiid's a very fluid play, player um, like Kevin Durant or Kyrie is. He's very, like, you know, back you know to the basket. Maybe he'll step out for a pick and roll to shoot a three. But I think these pieces and all these shooters around Brooklyn and, you know, Benson's ability to gravitate when he drives in. Like, he could just do what he does best is, like, drive and, and facilitate and pass and then defend, and I think the Nets' squad is a really good setup for him, and they got him at a pretty heavy discount,
0: I felt like. I think it was a good trade for both teams. Yeah. Because, I mean, as of today, Ben Simmons still has not played an NBA game. So from that perspective, the Sixers traded someone that's not even playing. True. And then, well, we'll get to the Sixers in here in a second. Uh, But, yeah, Ben Simmons, I think he's in a better role now. He, with Philly, he was expected to be a co alpha. He's just not an alpha guy. no, he's not uh I feel like he's kinda that's gonna be town's problem hmm he's expected to be an alpha just that mentality wise I think he's better as like a like as a two or a three yep and and that's okay, which that's just how it is for some players
1: mm-hmm.
0: so but yeah, I got Nets in seven, but And to give everyone perspective, if we say seven games, if Celtics win, it's not like we're going to be shocked. No way. We're basically saying it's a coin flip if it's seven games. But ultimately, I think we both lean with the star power of Durant over Tatum and Brown. I'm biased. I love Kevin Durant. He's grown on me lately. Uh, You know, this isn't uncommon i i wasn't a fan of him going to golden state uh but he's really impressed me with how he's come back from his achilles uh i think he's playing fantastic basketball uh we'll get to mvp talk here in a moment but if he played a full-on season he'd be right there in the mvp conversation honestly Mm -hmm. he just didn't play enough games and as colin coward says your best ability is your availability
1: yeah, I and that's the thing, is that injuries are obviously happening more than ever, and I mean, part of greatness and, and being in the discussion is being able to stay healthy, you know, yeah. so, it's just the reality of it. Like, for example, like, uh, I, I think of, like, Gilbert Arenas, amazing player, I mean, always injured, you know, so... Agent Zero! To, you know, it's hard to argue. Grant Hill's another one, right? Like... Greg Oden, you know, Greg Oden, uh, Tracy McGrady, right.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Uh, you know, just heavy injury. He's uh, Brandon Roy. I think is another great one. Derek Rose. I, it, it's just, it's hard when you just have consistent injuries. Uh-huh. injuries that just, it, it takes away from getting more reps in. Right. But then also like being able to develop that legacy and stuff. But that's a discussion probably for another time.
0: Yeah, it's always like that thing. It's like, "Well, if he wasn't hurt." But I'm like, "But he is hurt." Yeah. It's the, I mean, Kyrie Irving's another one like that. He's been hurt so often. It's like, "You know how good the Nets would be if they were healthy." Or like, "Well, it's just part of the game." Like, someone's going to have someone hurt.
1: Yeah, we're I mean, we're talking what ifs here. So, yeah. Don't do much. What yeah. if? What if Mike, you know, such and such. Ant yeah, was a guy. A guy.
0: Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> He'd be my uncle. Yep. Uh,
1: <laughs> wow. What? It's true. True. Yeah, that's true.
0: Have you not heard that one? No, I haven't. <laughs> if my aunt was a guy, he'd be my uncle. <laughs> <laughs> that's really funny. But uh, <laughs> I'll stop. Uh, Milwaukee Bucks versus Chicago Bulls. Oh, sweep for the Bucks. So weird. Weren't the Bulls so good earlier on?
1: Oh, well, so this is, this is the thing. I, I watched two. So there's teams where I like, based on how they're playing, that I'll just watch for the full year, just follow the whole time. So it changes every year and not like it's like, oh, I, they're my favorite team ever. It's just like they're enjoyable to watch. And so I've been watch. I watched like Golden State Warriors and the Bulls early in the season. You know, and I was like, yeah. oh, these are so fun to watch. It's like, uh, you know, super amazing. I love Lonzo Ball. I'll put that there. I love all the Ball boys. You know, shout out to Jello. I hope uh, he gets picked up by the Hornets sometime soon. But um, another injured guy. I, I hope he. I hope Jello steals a contract somehow and uh, <laughs> gets Gosh. gets to play. But uh, they they are like. They haven't been able to beat any of the top teams, and that's all you play in the playoffs. They're like oh and eighteen, you know, which is really crazy. So I just I think instead of being a contender, they're they're pretenders, which is sad to say because I've enjoyed watching them all year.
0: Originally, it looked like a team of misfit toys coming together, like DeRozan, Levine, Vucevic, Caruso, Ball, kind of these misfit toys thrown together. Looked really good early on, but like you said. Mm-hmm. I think I saw the stat versus top eight teams, three and 18, which is just so wild. And then I think against, like, top five teams, they were, like, 0 and 12. Yeah.
1: It, it, It was... It was really bad, but I liked him because it was like, they had really long athletic guards, right? Like all their guards were like 6'6", six, six, right? 6'5", six, super athletic, oh. fast, long, and it, it worked, especially because you can run these small ball lineups and there aren't very many big, strong, dominant, big men besides Giannis plays on the outside and drives in, but like Embiid's the only one that really plays post and then, you know, Rudy Gobert typically, I mean, probably is your other Atlanta one, but he doesn't even score that well. Um it, like, it worked for them, and they were so fun to watch because it was like everything was fast break, fast, fast, fast. Great defense, right? Transition, and I I, uh, I appreciate fast. I really like the Mike denton like, seven-second offense. I, like, love that.
0: And DeRozan, he was in the MVP talk there for a little bit. He was. He was on a yeah. tear, like, shooting, like, over 50% and 35 points for, like, what was it, eight straight games or something? Yeah, he had an amazing year. Levine's another dude. He can go off. I mean, Vucevic is no slouch. He's a former all-star. Caruso is in the uh, chest of Lakers regrets (laughs) for letting him go because he's awesome defensively. Uh, Well, LeBron didn't want him. Gosh. What a horrible Lakers. Well, I mean, this isn't first take. We're not going to waste a breath on the Lakers. But Bucks. The Bulls are so talented. I just want to say Bucks and Fives, just because I think they might get bored being up 3 three zero. The Bulls might win a game in pride, <laughs> if you know what I mean. And but like, yeah. you know, DeRozan Levine, they just are just going off, and the Bucks are like, ah, okay, we'll just win Game Five at home, whatever.
1: I mean, for them to really play it like Levine and DeRozan, I feel like we'll need to score thirty a piece in order for them to really contend.
0: Who's guarding Giannis? No one
1: guards Giannis. He's so dominant. Like I said, I think he's the Wilt Chamberlain in the modern era. There's just, you hope he misses.
0: Yeah, I That's I don't cool. even know if the Bulls have Patrick Williams. That'd be, that'd be the only guy they could possibly even try to slow him down with. Yeah. But, all right, Sixers and Raptors. Um,
1: sixers and six just because it sounds nice <laughs> yeah.
0: I got Raptors in seven what I think Harden is a letdown Ooh. I think Toronto has the COVID advantage so Matisse Thybul can't play for them the Sixers when they're on the road in Toronto he's their best defensive player uh-huh. at least like on the ball defender sure so I think that's a difference. I think Toronto's another team that's been really good lately. Uh, I think they look like a pain in the butt to play. They're very deep. Again, like if you just run through the roster, you know, Fred VanVleet, you know, fringe all-star, Pascal Siakam who's been really good now. Scotty Barnes, potential rookie of the year. Um OG newbie, just another, you know, long-lengthy dude. Um I'm missing someone else, but otherwise, like I said, they're just a very deep team. I think they're going to surprise the Sixers. Uh, I don't trust Harden. I, that's fair. I don't. I think it's going to be a close series, and I think ultimately that difference is going to be having Thibault out on those those uh, road games for the Sixers. I think yeah, that's, that's a. Interesting. I think that's a big deal. Um. I mean, if you watch Harden lately, I just I, I haven't really seen anything great from him. I don't know if he's going to turn it up a notch all of a sudden in the playoffs. I know that's yeah. kind of like the NBA, now, but yeah, for sure.
1: I can understand that viewpoint. I can understand that for sure.
0: Yeah, I think Embiid is a force. Yeah, I mean that's really what it can come down to, down to is if Embiid can. Do what he needs to. Yep. And he is a potential MVP, so he may need to do that. For sure.
1: Can we pause it for a second? I don't know. There's something going on with your mic, I think. Oh, it stopped. Wait. No,
0: there it is again. All right. So you got Sixers and Six. I got Raptors and Seven. We the North. Heck yeah. We champagne poppy. So that covers the first round. Uh, I think we pretty much were almost in agreement everywhere. Were we in agreement on every besides the Raptors and Sixers? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So we both have Suns. So we got Suns versus Jazz. Who do you got? Sons. Suns. Suns and is it going to be close for your Utah Jazz? I'll say six.
1: I'll say six. I'll say they win. <clears throat> you know, I'll say they win two games. Some Homer respect. Just, I like just, it. Just, just enough. Just enough to like make us think we could do it. You know what I mean? Like just enough where it's like okay, you know, like this could this could this
0: could happen, you know? And then <clears just throat> fall apart. I feel like it's kind of painful for jazz fans to see the Suns because I almost feel like it's like almost like a alternate reality of what the jazz could have been. It's kind of like Devin Booker's, you know, Donovan Mitchell, this you know young. Thriving player Rudy Gobert and you know DeAndre Ayton these that this great center yep. and then you know both the teams traded for you know like a veteran point guard the Suns went with Chris Paul the Jazz went with Mike Conley.
1: Oh, I still um, think they should have went with Malcolm Brogdon. I just think that was such a
0: whiff. Brogdon's so injury prone though. Oh man, Conley's been fine. I wouldn't call it a bust.
1: Yeah, I mean to pay someone $34 mil a year. Yeah, I, I mean, but yeah, you
0: know, they're both smaller markets, both deep teams, uh, you know, yeah. with some good pieces. But I got Phoenix and seven. Seven, cool. I respect that. <clears throat> uh, I think if they had played last year, it would have been a close series too. Yeah, but I mean, I don't. I'm under the narrative that Jazz are going to come out with a huge chip on their shoulder to prove something. So that's why I think ultimately they'll, you know, fight hard against the Suns. But the Suns are giving me no reason not to believe in them. So. Yeah. For sure. So next one be Grizzlies and Warriors. Although, like I said, I would not be shocked if the Timberwolves snuck in somehow, but I got Grizzlies.
1: Yep. Um. Yeah, I, Golden State in... I think it'll be a hard-fought game. Probably six or seven, I can see. It'll be fun to see how this young crew with the Grizzlies plays playoff basketball.
0: Yeah, they'll have a little bit of experience under the belt. Mm-hmm. It's a great story. I got Warriors in five, though. I just think the Warriors are basically what the Grizzlies are. Very deep team, but just... Better players, yeah, that's fair. I Jordan Poole. I I not because he played at Michigan, but he really is just this awesome <laughs> X factor. Clay yeah. <clears throat> Clay Thompson is one of my favorite players because he has that like those clay playoff games out of nowhere.
1: Oh man, or he just dribble the ball four dribbles and they.
0: <clears throat> I tell people this when Clay Thompson is on, he's a better shooter than Steph Curry. Actually,
1: dude, I tell people that and they think I'm insane. I love Clay Thompson. I really like Clay Thompson a lot.
0: Yeah, like Curry's more, you know, consistent. Dynamic.
1: Yeah, and he, a dynamic
0: player. Yeah, but when Clay's at a ten, dude, he is unstoppable. Like, well, and he
1: has like some of the freakiest records, right? Where I mean, like, he'll score sixty points and have eleven dribbles, or he scored thirty-eight points in one quarter, or you know what I mean? Like, yeah, the sixty he was in
0: three quarters
1: it's just so it's so freaky it's just like oh my goodness you know what I mean like if he played another quarter like he would uh you know maybe beat Coke you know yeah. beat record right or like that, that,
0: that's not even crazy to say you know
1: so like it's just they're so wild you know like and so I I really like Clay a lot
0: yeah I, I think he's starting to come on a little bit tough two years for him but I'm glad to see he's starting to play a lot better yep um but, yeah, like, kind of like that status showed her here earlier. Green, Curry, and Thompson have not played a lot together. And I just think they have so many dudes that can show up in playoff games. Like, I think there's going to be a Jordan Poole game, a Clay game. You know, <laughs> I keep forgetting about Andrew Wiggins. He was, like, he's another guy who could drop 30. He could. Uh, Kaminga, I think, really is starting to come on. Just a solid player. Uh, Otto Porter's not too shabby either, right? No. So, uh, I got Warriors in five. Again, the health thing. I'm going into this assuming the teams are healthy. I I can't predict health. Right. So, but I understand the Warriors are a little bit more. Well, I mean, I guess Morant's pretty prone himself, but. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: But let's go on to the East. Heat and, so you have Sixers, I have Raptors. So, who do you have in your Heat and Sixers?
1: Um...
0: Weird match because it's it kind of like it's the Heat or the one seed, but it's like by two games.
1: Yeah, I think I give it to the Heat in in six or seven, probably.
0: So you don't trust Harden either.
1: <laughs> I I really like Harden a lot. So like like so I, there's a, a soft spot in my heart for Westbrook, Harden, and KD because when I started watching basketball and playing basketball, I was in 2013 when they were all on the Oklahoma City Thunder. And uh, so those are the people that they like made me fall in love with basketball. And so I, I still have, like I said, a, a soft spots for those sure. guys, but, but yeah, we, you know, Harden's, you know, best playoff run was in, uh, 2017.
0: It's hard to say. The 2018
1: was the, was it the one where that was, LeBron was on the Cavs. And then the Warriors went and swept with KD. yeah, yeah. I think so, so it was one of those years. Anyways, that was the year um, Chris
0: Paul it, got hurt when they were up three two, and then they yeah, blew the series. It,
1: it, it went to seven, yeah, yeah. So that was obviously probably his best chance.
0: But look, if Harden's talent is there, I would put them over the Raptors. I just he. Yeah, he hasn't really shown me a lot. I mean, he could very well prove me wrong. And beat is again—he's a superstar. He can change a sh- uh, a series for sure. I, I don't. Know, I, I don't really like the Heat. So I have the Raptors here. Uh, so ultimately, I got the Heat in six, just because of experience against the Raptors. I said Raptors in seven. So if the Sixers are here, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. Uh. I don't know if this is going to make any sense. So if the Sixers won, I would put them over the Heat, actually. But if the Raptors win, I have the Heat over the Raptors. Cool. It's a matchup thing for me. Yeah, that's fair. So, but Heat are there. Then we got the Nets at the upset taking on the bucks a little rematch from last year. Yeah. Uh, That's
1: another game seven. The Brooklyn Nets have a really hard path. They they basically like if you have them winning they're going to seven probably every game of their series they're playing a lot of games, um, I think probably the Bucks in seven, yeah, I think
0: I got Bucks in six, Uh I think it'll be a competitive series. Mm-hmm. I just think Durant Nerving, Steve Nash is kind of weird with their minutes he plays them like. Forty-five of the forty-eight minutes. Uh-huh. I mean, like you said, you know, they're also at the playing game this week, so they don't get as long of a rest as the other teams. Yeah. Uh, Celtics, I think is going to be a tough series. So I just think ultimately, you know, Durant and Irving are going to burn out. They're not exactly Iron Men with durability at all either. So that that kind of worries me a little bit for them. For sure. But I. Giannis is probably my favorite player in the NBA now. I I think he just has this energy and engine in him. I think Middleton plays really well in the playoffs. I think Holiday can guard pretty much anyone on the court. Yeah. I think Bobby Portis has really stepped up for the Bucks. They got Lopez back. And they got Serge Ibaka. You know, your little Thunder reference. You know, he was kind of... Search is awesome. Great veteran ad. They got
1: Kendrick Perkins to also played on that Thunder team. <laughs> oh my gosh! It was like five five and Kendrick God.
0: Perkins references in this.
1: Oh man, yeah.
0: <clears throat> All right, conference finals then. Yes, sir. We got both got Suns and Warriors.
1: Yep. All right, what do you got? Suns, baby. This is this is where CP3 wins this championship this year to get a chance to go to the finals.
0: Chris Paul, another guy who's had a lot of injuries in his career. Yep. Yep. I like this Warriors team. I think they're going to the finals. Yeah, I'm going to go yeah. say Warriors in seven in an absolute battle. Yes. Uh, Historically, I think Steph Curry's had Chris Paul's number. True. I just feel like every highlight I've seen of Steph Curry, he's doing it on Chris Paul. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. I know, that's not 100% true, but... There are a few. i sure. um, I just really like this Warriors roster. I just think they're super deep. I mean, it's kind of, again, to touch on Andrew Wiggins, I literally think he might be their fifth best player, and he started for the All-Star team, but mm-hmm. that's really good news. If yeah. he's your fifth best player. True. But I got it as a seven-game series. They're going to the finals. And then cool. we got Bucks and Heat. Bucks, baby. Or you got? Oh yeah, you had Heat there too, yeah. Yep. Yeah, I got Bucks and five. I think.
1: Five? It... Yeah, I don't know. I'd say six, probably. I think it'll be better yeah. fight than five, but
0: but yeah. I forget that he have Ola Depot, but he's kind of one of them. They do. He's glass. Yes. He yep. So okay. yeah, I got so. You got Bucks and Suns NBA Finals rematch. I got Bucks and Warriors, kind of a legacy game, a little Uh-oh. bit for Giannis and Curry. It is, yeah. Which I'd be thrilled with either matchup.
1: Because Curry wins four championships here. That's, I mean, he's top ten, right? <laughs> it's
0: kind of fun. he kind of get he's got to get that Finals MVP so people can uh, stop bringing think... that up. It's so dumb. Like, well, here here's the thing. He should have won it in the first year.
1: Yes. Andre Iguodala winning it was such a so ridiculous, but I just think he's got to
0: get it. Just say you yeah. won four championships and didn't have a Finals MVP. It's gonna. be I it. think
1: he'll get it just if if they go through and they win it. I think it'll just be given. To yeah, him.
0: just kind of like an oopsies, here you go. Yes, like they're making up for
1: a past mistake. It's kind of like it's kind of like it's you know sometimes they'll call it a dumb call, uh, or, but then they'll make up for it for no one like. It, it wasn't really a call. They're like, yeah, we we should have made, had this one happen. You know, the refs do. I think that'll happen with the MVP finals.
0: Yeah, it was kind of like Kobe's MVP in 08. That, that wasn't even like... I mean, it was a really great Kobe season, but he had better seasons <laughs> that he didn't even win MVP. Yeah. It was kind of like, oh, we should really give Kobe an MVP by now. <laughs> For sure. But yeah. So what do you got? Bucks versus Suns in the rematch.
1: Um... I have the Bucks winning it,
0: back to back Giannis.
1: Yep. Wow, oh. that's what I think. How many games are going to take this time? Seven. I think Phoenix plays a bit better. It was really disappointing last year with the with the Phoenix Suns. I think it was five games, right? They're up two zero. No, oh, that's right. It was six. Yeah, was six but they were up
0: two zero. That's they were. another Chris Paul. It's finest hour. Wild. I got Bucks versus Warriors, and I got Bucks and six. Wow! Yeah, I think Giannis is on a incredible path. Yes. Uh, unfortunately, I don't think he'll win MVP. He's not going to get the scoring title. I don't think he'll win Defensive Player of the Year. But in the end, he's going to win what's most important: another ring and Finals MVP. Those are, I mean the the the,
1: the championships are the weightiest awards. Yeah, like
0: scoring title is cool if it's accompanied if they're accompanied with championships.
1: Yeah. For sure.
0: So we agree. Yes. Bucks bucks all the way. It's kinda of funny. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's do some little rapid fire here for NBA yep. Awards. MVP.
1: Uh give it to Jokic this year. I really wanted it to be John Morant, but it can't be. So,
0: who would you be? Who would be your top five?
1: Uh, for MVP candidates, yeah. Oh, Embiid, uh, Giannis, Jokic. Um, I think Booker should be in the talk. To be be totally honest, and I don't know how Trey Young wasn't in the discussion. I think it was obviously one games, but he, uh. Trey Young led the league in most total points and assists, if I remember right, but not talked about. So
0: uh, fair. There's that for me. A little <sighs> hot take at the end. Jokic is going to win. Yep. If I if I was picking an MVP, I'd pick Giannis, though. Yeah, I uh, I really wanted Giannis. Like, who's going to take me to the promised land? That's the most valuable player in the league.
1: Yeah, I think it, it's ultimately between those three: Embiid, Giannis, and uh, Jokic. I think securing this you know, the scoring title gives a little bit more edge to Embiid, so um, which is kind of interesting. So,
0: but I mean, we'll see. Mm-hmm. By the way, if Jokic or Embiid win, there's nothing I'm going to say. And be like, oh, they shouldn't have won. It is literally one of the closest years ever. Tie race. But- uh, another guy. I'm I'm really surprised he didn't get more mention as uh, Luca. Very mm-hmm. similar resumes. You know, he actually has more wins than all th- those top three candidates. Ironically, mm. it's not like his help is killer. You know, Dan and Brunson. Yeah. I uh, I think they just had a slow start, but I'm really surprised Luca wasn't in there. And then, like I said, if Durant had been healthy this whole year, that's another guy that could have been right there for MVP for sure. What if? What if? And then, <laughs> yeah, Honorable Mention, Booker, obviously, because of their record. Uh, deep down, I still think Chris Paul's the man on that team, though, so that's why I don't know if I could seriously ever consider Booker as MVP. Yeah. Um, you know, Morant had a good run there. DeRozan, Jason Tatum, that's another one. Really turned that team around. Yep, for sure. Roy, Rookie of the Year. Uh, Cunningham. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> Sadly, of I feel like so many people are going with Evan Mobley and uh, or Scotty Barnes, which is fine. Uh-huh. I just think yeah. if you <clears throat> look at the stats, Cade Cunningham I'm superior over all of them. Mm-hmm. He had to shoulder a bigger load than all both of them as well. Like he did. Scotty Barnes and Evan Mobley are on good teams. They are. And I think some people are using that as a reason why to vote them over Cade. They're like, oh, well, those guys had more wins. I'm like, okay, well, Cade's the best player on his team. Scotty Barnes and Nevin Mobley are like the third best player on their team. Yep. So, For sure. Uh, <laughs> this, the worst award in NBA history, coach of the year?
1: Dude, the Grizzlies coach? I don't know what his name is, but I think – what he did with I mean, these guys don't have really any any superstars. I mean, John Morant was out and he had these other, you know, players and had great defensive schemes and great offensive schemes as well, and and they did awesome.
0: They did so good. I think it's the worst award ever. They should get rid of it. Yeah, I think it's kind of dumb. Like the logic changes every single year. Yep. Like let me let's just like go over some recent ones. Last year was Tom Thibodeau. Who? Tom Thibodeau, New York who? Knicks. He, oh, thanks, Matt. <laughs> oh, sorry. Shout out to Matt.
1: Shout out to Matt.
0: <laughs> now he's in talks of being fired. Yeah.
1: Dude, it's exactly like who was that? Who who did the same thing?
0: Dwayne Casey, Toronto uh, Raptors, dude, got yeah, fired the so year true. he won
1: it. <laughs> he won the coach of the year, got fired.
0: He's actually the Pistons coach now. So so whack. He wasn't a bad coach. He's it was kind of just like we need a change, but it's just still really funny. Okay. Uh, Mike D'Antoni in 2017 fired. So dumb. Mike Budenholzer 2015 for the Hawks fired. You know Tom Thibodeau's won it twice. He won it with the Bulls too. Oh jeez. Mike Brown's won it. Oh, with D Rose that year.
1: <clears throat> yeah. Oh. That's a fair one, but yeah, I think any won one with the Timberwolves or the Knicks.
0: Uh, yeah. With the Knicks, yeah. Yeah, I don't know about that one. Scott Brooks won it for your Thunder, but it's yeah, kind of like, yeah. that's the other thing. It's kind of like, I mean, you had Durant Harden and Westbrook. I mean, what do you want? Dude,
1: they were kids. Dude, they were, they were 22-year-olds. What do you mean? Dude, they went up and, and went all the way to the finals. <laughs> they were awesome. Yeah. Yeah, not not, not
0: not not that year. Oh
1: man! Oh, did he not win it that year?
0: No, I got. They were out in the first round that year. That's
1: why I think oh, it's that, a silly that award. He, that he won the uh, coach of the year.
0: Yeah. Oh, okay. That's why I think it's a silly award. Like the, you know, Phil Jackson's never. won He's won at one time. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. It, it's just it's just funny. Like the guy has eleven rings, he's one coach of the year at one time. How how many has uh pop one? Uh let's see. 2014, 2012, and 2003. Oh my gosh, he he coached in 2003. That's so ridiculous. And he's been around since ninety seven. Jeez. So again, really silly award. What about most improved player?
1: Oh, Jordan Poole, baby. 100% yeah. is Jordan Poole. It's, it, anyone else? You know, I I don't know how it could be anyone else. His year has been uh, uh,
0: unreal. I'd say him or Darius Garland on the Cavs. Eh. Yeah. But I would go with Jordan Poole. Here, here's why I don't think Garland should win. I know there's a lot of talk for John Morant to win this. I don't want to give it to guys that are expected to make leaps and be good. Right. It's like for sure. Morant improved so much this year. I'm like, yeah, he's the number he's the number 2 pick in the draft.
1: But then also not comparatively, like how I don't know, maybe some people are looking at like, oh yeah, he was averaging 22 points and now he's 20. averaging 26. And so that's like, oh wow, that's a big jump because that's such a heavy load that he's doing already. But I mean,
0: it should be a it, surprise, right? I don't think so. Like, Well, no, yeah. like...
1: Oh, oh, yeah. Like, it should be like, whoa, that's like pretty drastic, right? Like, you would think with Jordan Poole. Like, you look at Jordan Poole, you're like... Bench Jordan's warmer. This kid's, like, kid's like, Steph Curry. Like, who is this guy, right?
0: Yeah, no, he's... He's going to get an
1: awesome contract now. He's been fantastic. Dude, he's going to get such an awesome contract. I wonder if the Warriors are pissed that they developed their players so well, you know, um, that <laughs> they're like... <laughs> they're like, we can't pay these guys and keep them. We have to, like... Almost trade them out for other great players that then we can develop, you know, kind of thing and recycle through. But
0: it's like Jordan Poole was the 28th pick in the draft. That is most improved. Garland was like the fifth pick. Morant's the second. Yeah, they're supposed to get good. Yeah, that's like, yeah. Anyways, I think Jordan Poole is the only one that deserves it. Yeah. I get it. This award over the years has kind of been silly for me, but Mm -hmm. I just don't like it when they give it to guys like that. And then, uh, sixth man probably one of the worst awards too you had to look up who to who it was was i i
1: did yeah i had to look up because i had no idea sometimes i don't also think of players like oh yeah they're like a designated six man i feel like i don't know i i guess so best bench warmer hero looks like he's the best but um shoot i'll I'll put up jordan Clarkson Clarkson for the utah jazz last year's (laughs) (laughs) winner last year's winner
0: back to back yeah, you looking at it. Kevin Love's in consideration? Oh my gosh! Uh, I think that's all the awards there. So, um, uh, uh, we're not going to get through all NBA. We've we've hit every stone. Um, last question for you. Yep. I think this is a fun one. Doesn't have to be in order, but who are the five players that have the most pressure to succeed in the playoffs this year? Like. Who who needs to deliver or else they could be traded or their legacy is going to be very frowned upon?
1: Yeah, that's a good question. I think there's a lot of pressure on Kyrie and KD.
0: Yeah, this is year three of the whole Nets experience.
1: Yep. Um, I think there's a lot of pressure on Steph Curry and the Warriors Um, because it's like, oh, they're kind of healthy and back. You know, this is the dynasty that was like, best team ever you know with the uh 2016
0: warriors um it's kind of a chip of like we can still win without durant
1: and then i think cp3 as well of like hey this is your chance to get a championship finally like you've you've made all the teams you've been on like significantly better set records for most wins and this is your chance to do it
0: um i don't think there's pressure really on anyone else I think James Harden has a ton of pressure just because he has forced his way out of two teams in a year and a half. Yeah. Like if they go and lose to the Raptors in the first round, that's an absolute failure for him. For sure. Like Harden's got awesome stats. He's kind of, he's kind of in that uh, Chris Paul range now where it's like, yeah, but I need to see a championship for sure. So, he'd be on my list. Uh, you, we already talked about Durant and Chris Paul. I completely agree with Chris Paul. It's like, I don't know. How many more opportunities are you going to get? He's not. Yeah. Uh, just because I have a good pulse on the Utah Jazz, I feel like the Jazz have a lot of pressure to deliver with Gobert and Mitchell, or there's a potential that core could be split up if they don't have a good postseason.
1: Yeah, I could see Durant, or not Durant, uh,
0: Mitchell bouncing Donovan. It's like... If they lose, let's say they get bounced in the first round, it's going to be like, "What are we doing here?" Like, Jazz management might be saying that too. It's like, "What are we doing?" Like, yeah. we're just going to be a first, second round team every year, or right. are we going to try da- something different? Yep, Danny Age makes some moves, makes some moves. <laughs> <laughs> he likes his draft picks, doesn't he? He does. And he then the long game. <laughs> and the last one I have is Carl uh, Anthony Towns, which I talked touched on. Uh, he's a number one pick, an incredible talent. It's just. I mean, after that playing game, man That If you have a bad series against Memphis Like, if you let this young Morant guy Just throw you apart Towns are going to be looked at This kind of like, not a bust number one pick But a letdown Yeah, just for th- sure Just for the amount of talent Yeah, that's fair But, uh Super excited The official playoffs start on Saturday Pumped But, uh you know, maybe we'll touch on you know, in our openings and the other pods of what we think going what's going on so far, just because we love the nBA maybe a little snippet.
1: Yeah, I think I saw someone say like this may be one of the best playoff like nBA playoffs we see ever, and uh, there's a lot of fun matchups, a lot of good things that happen. I don't know well and this is where kind of like my experience kind of hurts me just because like I said, I got in so late and it's almost been, like I said, it hasn't been a decade for me. Like I said, 2013 is when I like started watching and I started right. playing basketball. Um, and so a lot of things I, you know, opinion wise and stuff like that, I've had to go back and research to like fill in the gaps, you know, come in. So, but experience it. I'd be, I'm excited to see this one. There's a ton of fun matchups. There's a lot of great cores, which could um, make for, for some solid things. So,
0: I'm excited too. Well, you heard it here first. We both say the Bucks are going back-to-back NBA championships. Uh, we put our names on our predictions. So yep. we'll touch on it and We pretty much had pretty similar picks overall, though. But I think the only major difference is the Warriors and Suns. So we'll see what happens there.
1: Yep, for sure.
0: Well, Hunter, it's been a pleasure as always.
1: Dude, it's always fun. I always enjoy these a lot, and uh, glad to be back. Yeah, I've been like out of town and MIA. I was out of the country for a minute, so it's good to be back.
0: Yeah, we've been we haven't done a pod for you know two three weeks, folks. But uh, appreciate you still hanging in there. Uh, quick little story before we go. Uh, talk to my next door neighbor. You know he he's like, hey, what's your Facebook so you can add me to like the neighborhood uh, Facebook group. So we he adds me on Facebook and next day he peeps his head over the fence he's like dude i listened to your podcast i was like what <laughs> I, like i didn't even tell him anything about it and he's just like yeah listen to it great pod you guys are fun i, I even left you a five-star review i was like dude no way
1: so uh, he's a he's a real one
0: so i like it so i mean you've shared fun stories you know with you know some people reaching out about the pod so I figured yeah. i'd just share that one too or you just never know who's listening
1: yeah, you never know, so it's important to say uh, the right things, and, and uh, it's good that Keegan edits them, because normally he has a pretty dirty mouth, and so he'll cut out parts that you don't even
0: realize. Yeah, well, it's a good thing we don't have images either for uh, another person. <laughs> <laughs> I'll uh, I'll just be cryptic there and leave it at that. Hilarious.
1: That's super funny. <laughs> no, it's been super fun. Yeah, I think, uh, we, I mean, I re- I've really enjoyed the podcast. I've like... I, I'm jealous of like uh, Joe Rogan. I think he has a great job. Yeah, uh, I think it's it's fun to talk about topics and opinions and and have dialogue. I think it's a it's a it's totally a blast. It's fun. Like this is a
0: hobby for me, and I enjoyed talking about it. It's just nice to let it out and talk to someone with similar interests. Heck yeah, it's and super a, fun. And I love people commenting about it. So again, thanks for listening. Uh, this is the Socialists. Have a good night.